Recently, I got to sit down with Lily Singh. I don't know if you know who she is. Actually, I bet you do. She's huge on YouTube. She has over 200 million subscribers. And she's about to take over late night television on NBC, making her the first woman to have a late night show on network TV in over 30 years. Anyway, here's our chat. And thank you, guys. I love you. I want to watch like Golden Girls and like braid your hair. You should. You should braid it. I'm really into that. Yes, but, my hair is usually a topic of conversation. And uh, I don't know, like, what do you like to snack on late at night? I'll make it for you. Popcorn. If I can your popcorn. I was going to say popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like butter? All the butter. All I like to butter. add popcorn to the butter. Oh, <laughs> that is smart. You melt the butter in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Good butter. Oh, no. I'm talking like the garbage microwavable popcorn where it's not oh, even real no, butter. No. Like, that's what I'm talking Lily? about. No, when I'm over <laughs> braiding your hair, we okay. are, I'm gonna we hold you are up making, this. we I'm, are making you, I'm like getting, I'm you're talking get about like, like melting Orville like, Redenbacher, but the kernels. Oh, so you're talking like a popcorn I'm machine. I'm talking like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I make it on the stovetop and, uh, that's a lot of commitment. Yeah. And you shake it and you shake it and shake wow. it. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's good. And then you just, you just put a shit ton of butter on it. I love that. Um, and then this I braid your hair This has been a great conversation. Thank you so much. fingers. <laughs> it prevents split ends. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and then will you braid my hair? Yes, I will. <laughs> my I thin don't know. little wisps. No, I'm into it. How long is your hair? Oh, it's not very long. And when it is, it's like it's I'm gonna try to take off my oh god, that means I have to take off my headphones. <laughs> Lily, you're already being I high know. maintenance. I'm the worst oh, guest ever. God. Oh. All right. Let's see. Take out my bobby pins. Oh my god, bobby pins. Yeah. The day my hair could be held up like that. I bet you're gonna take. I'm gonna guess three bobby pins. Oh, nice. No, uh, just going going in with two here. Oh, two. <laughs> that's yeah. That's even more impressive. Um, you know how many bobby pins come out of my hair if I have an updo? Oh, honest, don't even tell me. Question. You're gonna make me jealous. No, and no. We just met, and I. No. You're gonna make. There's me been a time when off. I had an updo, and then I counted the bobby pins that came out of my hair. Guess the number. I don't know. Thirty-eight. 108. Isn't that crazy? No. <laughs> I was braiding your hair in my fantasy while making you popcorn. And, and now, now I just you, it, yeah. you know, well, you know what? Maybe that's how it was all along. Like that you were always. I you and I was illusion. just like, Lily, Lily, what can I get for you? Do you need like anything else? Do you need a toothpick for the kernel? <laughs> stuck in your teeth. I need to help you. Here, let me hold this. Oh. <gasps> You've already established our the roles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! And you're sitting back all yep. chill. Got one leg slightly up, you know. Fuck, and I'm getting all nervous. <laughs> oh, Lily, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a big fan. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a big fan of yours. Really? Is that like the exchange that we Is all have to exchange? have? But genuinely, like, I think you're so. I only I exclusively watch you on flights. Well, thank. Yeah. Like any flight you take. If I okay, this is a true story. I'm not even gonna like. Real talk. If I go onto a flight, yeah, and there is a screen, yeah, the first show I will check for is mom. Really, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's kind. And yeah. then you, and then if you they don't do, have then you like, just like pa- pass out with like an no, ambient. No, not even. I think it's hilarious. I think you're so funny. Thank you. 
I hate it when we describe ourselves as beautiful. Like that's the first adjective mm-hmm. that we use. Mm-hmm. But you fucking are. Oh my god! Thank you. Our best podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so funny and fucking inventive and I love how you um my hair is like caught in the because you didn't put them on uh, right, my, do you want me to put it behind your ear this is now now there's a power play okay. yeah <laughs> okay here here we go all right thank boom you. boom there it is thank you I know there's not a lot of all it right no it's beautiful okay. now, now we're back now we're, we're back. back we're back okay <laughs> well thank you um tell me more about the work of mine that you love <laughs> I love everything. No, 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 no. Okay, no. But okay, wait. I have a gazillion questions for you. Let's do it. Um, so you brought something weird. Mm-hmm. Do we want to start off with you that? You tell me. Or, you're the boss. I know. Am I? You I are. don't know. You are really? the boss. Uh, fuck. I don't know. A real I really boss feel creates like, the illusion that other people shit, are a boss. <laughs> we'll do whatever. I'm here for you. Okay. So uh, let's start out with yes. You brought something. Okay. Weird. I did bring something. Thank weird. you. By the way. I have a lot of weird things. Here's the thing. I'm a weird person in general, but this is particularly random. Okay. It's it's in my house. I don't have many pictures of me and other people. Yeah. And I have a lot of artwork. I have some of my like book covers or I have like a poster, but with me and other people, it's a rarity, but prominently displayed in my living room. And it's the only picture of me and someone else is this drawing of me. <laughs> it's of me and Conan. It's a, it's a caricature, car- caricature drawing that, first of all, I don't even look like me. It looks like I have lip injections and breast implants. Uh, your, your, your tits look amazing. I, that's, thank you. That's why I brought it. And full disclosure, I may have a bit of both. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? Listen. You live your life. <laughs> thank you. Your body, your thank choice. You. Okay? Your body, your choice. <laughs> thank you, Lily. But the thing with this, I... a couple of divorces. You know, I don't know. You know just like, we do, we're just trying our best. Okay? <laughs> we're trying our best. fucking amazing. Thank you. With but Conan on a this, boat. I only met him once. We did a panel together. So it's not even like we're longtime friends. We did a panel. Someone took a picture where he's creepily behind me. And then YouTube gifted me with this drawing and now it is the only drawing in my living room and everyone first asked two things. They're like, who's that guy? And then who's that girl is the second question because they have no idea. It's me and Conan. Well, okay. Uh, do you, does it look like you're in the south of France? Is that where you imagine you, this? We are in France. You are in France. Yes. Good. Sh- wow. Okay. What's the pretentious way to say this? Con? I have con? fake titties, con? but... <laughs> But our I real know brand. my geography. <laughs> uh, we're at con. Is that you say that con? Can- I say, see, I, I, say never cans, know. Con. I never know. I hate saying that and because I'm just like, and hey, you know what? I can't. But that's where that's from. Um, um, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you look so sophisticated. And do, wait, let me see. Is that the? Do you have a tat- tattoo? Boom. Oh. I do have a tattoo, and I, that's when I did wear glasses. So minus just the facial structure and the boobs. That's kind of what it looked like, I guess. So when did this happen? So you were on a panel. This, this I was on a panel. We were on a boat because um, we had to take a boat to get to the panel. Yeah. And this is on the way back, and I wanted to take a picture. And then I told, I said, Conan, do something creepy. And then he like tried to sniff my hair, I guess, okay, or something. Wait. Well, first of all, who don't, wouldn't want to? <laughs> but. I mean, you're like, you're like one of those wild horses that it, where it, like you want to like grab their mane and like, and just hold on. That's so weird. That's how every person messages me on Raya. Fuck. <laughs> you're like a wild horse whose mane oh, I want to grab. God. Yes. <laughs> Shit. So like nothing I say is original. No, you're so original. Shit. I'm no. into it. I don't know. Okay. So wait, so you're now. I imagine that there's a bunch of creepy people on the boat. Oh, 100%. There's, like, there's like 50 people at there. that film festival. 
which it's I can't, a, the film a, festival that I can't pronounce. It's a little bit of a strange vibe. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, it's a strange yeah. vibe. It's like, it's a little scene, it's a little, it's a little like, They also hate vegetarians there. I'm a vegetarian. And um, why do they do they? Just every restaurant oh, you go. Oh, they're grumpy. Yeah. They're grumpy. You know, it's a little bit like, can I get the pasta without the chicken? No. No. Right. Like, right, no, absolutely right, not. Right. Yeah. Don't even begin to tell us about like lactose intolerance. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I starve a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my weird thing. I love it. I hope it's weird enough. I don't know. It I think is, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty it random. Is, it is. It's awesome. And I love how Conan, Conan, you look really fucking sexy. Um, Conan, I, I can't wait. I'm really, I, I think that Conan and I are doing something. I'm putting this out there into the universe, but I really want to show him that. Does he know about this? I don't know if he knows his pictures in my living room. Actually, you should tell him. Yeah. Well, yeah. you should tell him. You're probably going to be like, yeah, yeah. Me you're going to be like probably seeing him before I will. I don't know if he likes me all that much. I mean, really? I, I'm very likable. I though. don't can't imagine anyone not like me. I know. Me. Thank you. Yeah, I know. You it's see, you true. I'm great. so I am. <laughs> Modest, humble. <laughs> totally. Sweet. Of course. Of course. Okay. So wait. Um, so your parents, so you grew up in Toronto mm-hmm. or outside of Toronto. Yeah. I mean, everyone says Toronto, though. If you grew up in the suburbs of Toronto, everyone's like, yeah, Toronto, because no one knows yeah. any other place. I say Seattle, but yeah. I grew right, up in Edmonds. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But Toronto, yes. Yeah. yeah. Which seems, you know, hipper than, mm-hmm. you know, than it is. But uh, when did your parents move? Move to Toronto? Yeah. So they were born in India. My dad immigrated to Canada in 1972. That is literally the only date I know in, in my entire life. So don't ask me about the date for Do anything you, else. you, okay, how many siblings? I know you have an older sister. Mm-hmm. So how many other siblings do Just you have? Just an older sister, yeah. So they waited a minute. Yeah. Six years is the difference between me and my sister. Damn. Yeah. But they waited a minute to actually have you guys as well. Because your sister was born in 82. Look at me. I did my research. I'm like, <gasps> was she? Yeah. <laughs> Was she born in 82? Yeah. I guess. Well, the thing is, when you immigrate, my dad immigrated in 1972, but not my mom. Oh, okay. So it's like my dad came first, set up a little bit of a situation, Okay. then went back to India, got married, and then brought my mom over eventually. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Usually they send one person in to feel it out, feel it out. (laughs) Was your mom like, I'm down? Like, Canada seems like the place for me? A hundred percent. So here's the thing. Really? Most of my aunts grew up with the mentality of like, we will marry anyone if you take us to North America. <laughs> like, you but, know? So if you ask to a really mom, cold yeah, ass yeah. place. So my mom literally, if you ask her why she was so excited to move to Canada, she literally, this is literally her answer. They just seem like they have such nice furniture. They're like, that's, that's literally what she said. Like she would look now, at catalogs for like, I don't know, Leon's or Ikea and be like, they have nice furniture in Canada. <laughs> so she can rest. Yeah. So she doesn't have to stress about mm-hmm. like. Oh if you also ask my mom why she got married, because yeah. you know my mom group like strict parents and like a culture that didn't let her do what she wanted to do. If you ask her why she got married, she literally says because I wanted to wear tank tops. I swear to God. I've seen your mom yeah. in your YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. She's fucking hysterical. <laughs> I hope she doesn't mind me. No, she'll love that. Okay, but um, but have you ever like worn anything that your mom was like you cannot leave the house? Oh, all the time. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But I'm of the, I'm of the belief that we have to mend the culture, so I'm, I would still wear it. My mom wouldn't let me wear stirrup pants. You're too... What the hell is stirrup pants? You might be too young for this. They they were like leggings that had like elastic stirrups around the heel. Oh, I know. Slacks. Well, Canadians, I think, call those slacks, no? Well, they had—they truly had like a thing that attached no, to... No, that's what we call slacks. Really? Yeah. Is that like a toque? Is this like... Yeah, are yeah you te- maybe, maybe, maybe. In Canada, we call slacks. I used to get them at Kmart. No, 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 no. no. But, but they're, yeah, but they're the yeah, elastic yeah, yeah. strap that mm-hmm, you put around mm-hmm. your foot. Yep. My mom... Why, wait, why wouldn't you be allowed to wear those? Uh, well, I was, um, I was, you know, a 13-year-old in headgear, and my mom thought that it was just too sexually provocative. What? <laughs> Full-length pants? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. Interesting. Oh, it's like, oh, man. No, my mom would say that if I wore, like, a cleavage top or, like, you know, if I was, like, showing my stomach or, like, a short dress, she'd say something. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah. couldn't do any of that. Well, I didn't have any cleavage. And <laughs> I didn't, like, there wasn't anything to show off. But, uh, but no, my mom was, she was so... Um, she was very concerned about protecting my sexuality. Oh. Like she I mean, wanted to yes, be... every Indian person relates to this for sure. Two billion people yeah, just nodded like their head. Just... <laughs> yeah, that but they be... might egg each other on and be. Oh my god! You know what right. I mean? They and might then they're going to team up against us. Yeah, we don't want that. Oh my god! Yeah, we're not the adults yet. We can know. handle that. Like it'll be like. Then you won't uh... be able to come over and play and braid my hair. <laughs> it's like where are the babies? <laughs> yeah, that. Oh god, that whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, the babies. There's a lot of people on the planet. I don't think we need to do that. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And turns out, you know, I had one. Congrats. Two. So happy for you. Thank you. Great. <laughs> he's really cute. He wears adorable glasses That's... and he's just a little gem. Okay, wait. So did you go to prom? I did go to prom. I went to prom um, and I actually got in trouble shortly before prom. So my mom said I wasn't allowed to buy a prom dress. What? Yeah, so I wore a sari to prom, which was very That's acceptable. That's pretty rad. Because my entire school was brown people. So it was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. What color? Sorry. It was like a purpley. Oh, nice. Yeah, I looked pretty bomb, I won't lie. <laughs> so who did you go to prom with? You don't have to say. No, no, no. I went, actually, me and a group of friends went together. Ugh. And then I did have a crush God, and we Lily. did like dance the Come night away. On. But he went with his friends and I went with, my, with mine and, and we like just chilled just, together. Like, looking like yeah, at each other all exactly. night. And it's like, damn. 100%. I'm from a very suppressive culture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then nothing happened after prom? No. No, so no. wait, did you ask him or did he ask you? We didn't or ask. No, no. We just went with our friends just and we like were just a, hanging out there. That, yeah. that, that's the thing. That's yeah. Like, like, do you think that that, because back in my day. Mm-hmm. Why are you acting like you're so old? Because I am. You're I'm 42. Old. Oh, please. Yeah. Well, but no, no, no. But, but it was like the, like the tradition was to like part of the, I guess part of the, um, the whole ritual was getting up the courage to mm-hmm. ask somebody. Mm-hmm to prom yep so it there was that thing of like okay is somebody gonna ask me mm-hmm. is, and like and especially like it, girls didn't really ask guys back in 1994 <laughs> i think it's still that way today though <laughs> i know today at least according to social media it's like a whole thing now asking someone to a prom is like you have to make an ordeal out of it like an engagement yeah so do you not see this on social media every time it's prom season 
guys will have to do like flash mobs or like draw something huge in a field or like get Kim Kardashian to make a video for their day to ask they them. Must, it's like crazy. But they must feel really secure that the person is going to say yes. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Because that's like the kiss camera. Like, that's yeah. Like, like, yeah. Oh, man. I never had that. I never had someone ask me to prom all romantically. This is completely me a hint either. for someone listening to do that. No. My, you know, like, I'm going to surprise you one day. You're going to ask me to prom? Oh, 100%. I'm going to really? do that. Yeah. Mark my words. I'm a really good slow dancer. Okay. Oh, my God. Me too. I will hold your shoulders or your waist, whichever one you want. <laughs> I'll stand like six inches away from you and just shuffle my feet. You know what? You sound like a dream. <laughs> like a dream. I love it. It's We're going to make it happen. Best night We're going to make it happen. Life. Oh, yeah. I'm even going to let your mom make you wear slacks. You're going yeah. to get to wear slacks. What did you call them? Stir. St- yeah, they were stir stirrup pants. Yeah, I've never heard that. Weren't they stirrup pants? Yeah. God, now I'm second guessing myself. That's how old I am. Okay, so uh, wait. There, I have a few more questions. Yeah, for do, you. of course. Hit me with all the questions. Okay, can we talk about Girl Guides of Canada? <laughs> okay, okay. I was actually a girl guide. I know. I read this. Oh, okay. I thought you were just. I thought it was a big coincidence. Um, <laughs> I was a girl guide for one year only, because after one year, my mom was like, "F this! I'm not dropping you there anymore. This is very annoying. I'm not buying any more goddamn cookies. You're not doing this ever again." Okay, wait. So, so is that the equivalent of like Girl Scouts? Yeah, yeah. So I was actually called a brownie. I know that sounds very racist, but it's actually no. We the, have we yeah. yeah brownies. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. In fact, I have some over there on the table. No, <laughs> I really do. I was talking about like there's a blue uniform. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know this. I was like, see, when I'm from Canada, I feel like sometimes I say things and people have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Um, what, you know, how old were you? And were you like a guide mm, or were you too young to I was be too a young. guide? I was too young. Okay. We really just so went you weren't into a, a camp counselor. No, we really just sat in a rented gym and learned about animals in a book. Like, <laughs> So what is going on with your Wikipedia page? <laughs> You're t- first of all, it's Wikipedia. It probably says a lot of crap on there. That's not true. No, no. It's, I mean, it all, it's all very nice. Does it say it was a camp counselor? No, it just okay. says she was a member of Girl Guides of Canada. And, and I also don't think it's a, in of their Canada. Youth pro- <laughs> look, look, it definitely this look, makes it sound cooler look, than it was. Because really what it was, it look, was like... Right- there a rented gym and we sat in a circle and learned about rules like that's literally what happened what kind of rules like you know like don't get outside the circle (laughs) literally literally wear your uniform Uh earn this badge by picking up garbage like things like that yeah pick up the garbage Mm -hmm. make the soup yep wash the dishes Uh, now that i think about it it's kind of like child labor just a little bit girl guides of canada good Like Everything is great when you use that voice. I know. <laughs> it's like Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god! Best show, by the way. Yeah. Except, yeah. Except, well, and you're, you know, Canada is the place you. That's why to. I love that show. One more thing. Yeah. Do you enjoy going on to talk shows? Okay. <clears throat> so. Yes is and it, no. Is this is this like the question you're? No, no one's ever asked. Of, no one asked really? me. Really? No okay. one's asked me this question yet. Okay. I love having conversations. Like, I genuinely love people, which is why I'm so excited for my new show, because I love sitting down, what we're doing right now, getting to know people, and, like, the real people, you know? So I'm not a fan of small talk, necessarily. I'm not a fan of surface-level questions. I really like to genuinely know someone, know their moral compass, why they are the way they are, hear about their experience. I really love that. I thrive on that. Talk shows don't always get there. So there is a lot of small talk, which is fine. But for me, I've enjoyed talk shows a lot more once I changed my mentality 
of what they are. So the first couple of times I went on Fallon, I was like super nervous. Obviously, my publicist is telling me a bunch of stuff. I know I have to hit certain talking points. I'm wearing an outfit that I'm not necessarily super comfortable in. I'm stressed about walking in the heels. I'm stressed about sitting. You know, you got to practice sitting the slit in your dress. It's like and you're so consumed during the conversation where like Fallon will be asking me something, but I'm like, oh, is my leg okay? Like, is the slit on my dress okay? You know, you're not even present. Yes. You're not even present. Yeah. And And then you're supposed to tell some stupid story. Am I hitting the joke right? Am right. I funny? Like, how much time do I have left? I, oh, no, he hasn't asked about this. I have to hit this talking point. Once I said F that in my brain and I was like... Can I say it for you? Yeah. Fuck that. Yes. Says Lily. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Once I was like, I'm going to wear something I'm comfortable in. I want to just authentically be myself and not worry about being a certain way and sounding a certain way. I started to enjoy them a lot more. And that is the energy and vibe I want to create on my show. That's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is rad. So I'm encouraging people. Like, I'm never going to wear heels on my show. Never. I love that. Never. And I'm basically letting all my talent know, male or, or female, you can wear whatever you want. But if you don't wear heels, I will actually highlight it as a positive Fuck. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want Fuck people to be comfortable. Yeah. Because, because it, it is, you're, you're so right. It's such a weirdly structured mm-hmm. environment. And it's like, oh, yeah, this funny thing happened on set or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, in you know, sometimes the host. Like I'm, I try to, I'm, I try to please. So right. I'm always like, do they like me? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm, mm-hmm. they like me. They look like they're just looking down at their cards. Right. I don't know what, like how to negotiate these waters. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this audience and it's, it is, it's a, it's an oddly structured and f- it feels a bit archaic mm-hmm. formula. Right. Um, so we're hoping to spice that up a little I bit. I love that. Even if it's just with that. like. A different type of chemistry I have. Look, when my guests come on the show, I don't want it to just be like, oh, you're going to come on the show. We're going to make it seem like we're friends for five minutes. Like, no, I'm going to barge into their dressing room. I love it. going to make sure we have a rapport, make sure we have chemistry. Will you massage my feet? I will absolutely massage your feet. I'll do it right now if you want me to. Really? Yeah. I have to just take off these do, Chanel yeah, sure. boots. I don't know if you know. Life sounds so hard. Yeah. My I, boots are from ASOS. God, I can barely get them off. How do you work a zipper? <laughs> The thing with talent is yeah. that we don't know how to do anything anymore. Yeah, Have you noticed? I'm going to hold your mic. And let me just tell you for all the listeners out there, when you become talent like like Anna, you and it's to no fault of ours. It's everyone else around us. You become useless with everyday things oh, like taking off your shoes, God. putting on shoes, fixing your hair, taking off your headphones to fix this? your hair. All the, all the stuff is it's very so hard. hard. Somebody needs to grease these zippers. <laughs> there you go. And tomorrow she's going to have a zipper greaser here on set. <laughs> Do you uh, think I won't massage your feet right now? Oh, I think you will. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think you will. I will. Because I felt like you were up to a challenge. This is not and a challenge. I don't know if I you feel like... It, I feel like you kind of don't want to. Oh, no. I have no problems doing this. <laughs> Here's the thing. First of all, I'm very good at massaging. I bet you yeah. are. Oh, no. Oh, my God, you are. <laughs> I'm of Shit. the belief that I am everyone and everyone is me. And I'm connected to the universe. So, really, if I do this for you... This is just me helping the universe, you know? Okay, so what mm-hmm. is, what's the, what is, what's the, oh my God. <laughs> what's the universe and what's infinity? Okay, so I, I, I was just starting to meditate, yeah. right? Oh, I've just boy. started, yeah, here we go. Oh no, I'm not going to hit you with the crystals. But I started to meditate really because I had a mental breakdown last year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. It happens, you know, <laughs> you get it. I do. Um, and so I started to meditate just so I could have a little bit of time to set my intentions for the day. And my intentions for the day are use me as an instrument for love and light. And with everyone I meet today in the universe, I am them and they are me. 
and it helps me like not lose my patience on the road it helps me not snap at people because i'm like they are some iteration of me i'm some version of them and so we're all in this together is this too hard it's so fucking great <laughs> it's so great have any other guests done this do i win number one guest yeah yeah and it's really amazing Oh my god! And I'll, I'll make sure I do the other one to balance it out um, too. Okay, so what sign are you? Not that I <laughs> oh, really no. yeah, care, I don't, I don't. but What's I know that? I'm not really into well, that. See, kind when of people thing. ask me this, I'm like, great. What story are you making up in yeah, your brain now I that know. I'm not going to be I able know. to? I know. I was just trying to make small talk so you can <laughs> keep rubbing my foot. Well, I do love small talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Libra. Libra, which is interesting because I know nothing about balance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that, wait, Libra's about balance. That's Scale. right. The scales. Yeah. Right. What are you? I'm a Sagittarius, which means your I'm voice is getting of, very interesting know, over well, here. You are really doing an amazing massage. <laughs> <laughs> I like your. You are. You're touching something. Oh god! To be clear, it's her feet. I don't know if everyone can't yeah. see this right now. Like I, I'm to be getting, fair, I'm I know she sounds a type of way, but I'm still massaging in her my feet. Eyes. Oh, oh boy. Okay, wait. I had other questions to ask you. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Um. Okay, uh, wait, yeah, so we covered, do you like going on late night talk shows? <laughs> um, okay, uh, are you, okay, wait, I did want to talk to you about okay, love. Okay, can everyone hear this? I'm this good at massaging <laughs> yes, where she yeah, can't speak. Yeah, 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 plan B, Lily, for you, uh, <laughs> okay. is uh, nice. definitely uh, massage in France. Um, okay, so wait, uh, okay, wait. But all these feel a little bit trite for you. I, I had these questions, but they do feel a little bit trite. How long have you lived in LA? About five years. And how do you, what do you think about, oh my God, this is really hard to concentrate. Okay, I'm going to stop. Well, no, so no, no. Can, okay. Oh shit, don't do that. Um, we'll resume. Wait, okay, I'm just going to put these yeah, up here. Yeah, you leave them right here. So dating in LA, mm-hmm. are you active on that? Um, so dating is admittedly something, and, and I have nothing to tell. Don't think I'm saying this because I have something to, ha- to tell and I'm hiding. I generally keep my relationships out of the public eye. If I ever had one, I don't, and I haven't for a very long time. But dating in LA, I can see why it would be difficult. And, you know, when I first moved to LA, everyone in Toronto was like, you're going to hate people in LA. Like, this is the perception people have in Toronto of LA. It's very, everyone there is superficial. They don't care about who you are as a person. They're going to want to use you. I'm going to say I don't think that's true. I've actually met a lot of fantastic people in L.A. And the issue is just that everyone is very, very busy and they're absorbed usually in their career because the types of careers we have are the types that absorb your entire life. Um, So I've found it hard even taking relationships aside to even have friends is a little hard. Oh, completely. It's super hard to have friends in L.A. Oh, completely. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Maybe I... Yeah, Seattle's similar to mm-hmm. Toronto. Like, I imagine. Let's just lump them mm-hmm. all in. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, when I would go back home, people would say, oh, 
like don't all the fake people down there make you crazy and i felt i felt like well i don't know if fake is the correct yeah adjective. i agree i don't think so it's like well people are are friendly and they mm-hmm. want things because we're all hustling mm-hmm. but they're at least they're friendly unlike you guys who are being kind of mean to me right yeah, now. Exactly. Back. exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I made it. I know. God. <laughs> Everybody wants you to win until you win. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's a great way yeah, to put it. Literally everyone. It has you're... to be your second book. Oh my God. You're right. Yeah. Let's write it together. Writing books is hard. Also, can we talk yeah. about oh my that? God. It's hard. So my first book I wrote, I was like, oh, it's hard. Like you have to write all the pages inside the book. It's a whole thing. And it's like, I don't even know if this shit is true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and people are going to be mad your at life. me. And also it's like analyzing all the things in your life and writing about them. It's like, man, I'm like, I'm a, you know, I, I come from, like I said, I have Indian parents um, and a sister that's a little bit more reserved than me. And I'm a weird person. So by nature, they probably think I'm a little weird. I'm oh I've always my entire life I've been the kid that's like always doing the random different thing that yeah, no but, one understands. But here's the thing: is that you're also fucking cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate like, that. You have a point of view, and that's what makes you brilliant. Thank you. And I'm glad you said that because <clears throat> no one else thinks that. Not true. <laughs> fucking NBC thinks that. Yeah. Oh, what up? You're right. You're not wrong. So you have your bachelor's in psychology, I so do. this is right up here. Okay, great. I love it. I'm, I'm, I use my degree every day. So what do these people ask about? Well, let's find out. Hello? Hi, Lindsay. I'm here with Lily Singh, and thank you so much for being a part of our, our, Hi, our show. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> so, well, yeah, please, please tell us what's going on, and thank you again. So I'll try and make it short and sweet, but... Um, so I broke up with my boyfriend like in February and we were together like eight years. And I mean, I think for me, like, I just didn't want to shoot myself in the foot later on because like we haven't dated other people. Um, so it's just kind of like going from there. Like, I know I was the one that broke up with him, but it's like, should I like wait around a little bit? So why did you break up like, with him? I mean, we were in the same place. Like it's kind of like we were together for so long and it's like hit like our families were all like, Oh, like when are you getting married? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um So is it more so that just, you're just scared of like, oh, what if there is I'm just gonna be really blunt. If it was like, is there there could be someone better out there and I don't know because I've never tried, was that the major reason or did you actually feel like something's not clicking, something doesn't feel optimal? No, I mean, that was definitely the reason, but it's like not on my part. I just like worried that that would happen on his part down the line, if that makes sense. Was he going like out to bars and flirting with a bunch of girls? No, no, I just so, like, so what did so he yeah, do so or well, say? Yeah, why did you break up with him? What did he do or say that made you feel that maybe down the line he would feel that way? I just, I mean, I think like, it's not like he was like trying to flirt with other people or actively seek anyone out. It's just like, I think he, like, I think that we would continue, you know, like get married, whatever. And then eventually it would be like, whoa, like, why didn't I? try and experience life and like you know what I mean I just thought it was gonna cause problems so 
I didn't, I kind of broke up with him. Like, I think we just need to like do our own thing for a while, date other people. And then like, maybe we could get back together. Like that was kind of my thinking. Well, I love your honesty. Okay. So uh, to me, it sounds like he, he's either, and forgive me because I know that you love him. Um, and he, he will always be like a first love. And those, those people are really important in one's life because they, they never really are because it's always an important learning experience it really is it makes you more human but after you go through like you know your first 18 breakups <laughs> but, but yeah and but, i don't but, but i don't want to be naive to think like there's no one else out there for mm-hmm. me like i don't think that but i like well, you know okay so you're experiencing loneliness because you you guys have been together for so long yeah we have, as women, we put this pressure on ourselves to figure out the timeline, mm-hmm. to figure out like the, like, oh, we should get married at like 26. So we should have our first baby before mm-hmm. like 28 or like, or whatever. And, um, we, we do that to ourselves because, you know, our parents do that to us or society or whatever. So, so I do wonder if, if, um, Lindsay, this is a good time for you to, through your heartbreak also examine uh, like how much you actually missed interesting conversation with him mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. I always feel I always think about like the road trip test like if you're going mm-hmm. from like Los Angeles to I don't know Austin or whatever can you talk to somebody mm-hmm. for a long period of time and are you like and and how that sort of tests your your love and and where and where you're at in life and what what brings you joy selfishly like mm-hmm. like i want i want you to think selfishly lindsay because if he took the breakup as like okay um I, i'm good with that um that's one thing but yeah, if he yeah. was devastated exactly. like how, how did he take it we were like literally on the same page about it he kind of was like yeah, like, I think we should do that, too. But I know, like, we're still friends. Like, I haven't, like, stopped talking to him. Like, I did for a while. But, like, we're just really good friends, too, you know? Like, so. Lindsay? Can I just ask you a yes or no question? Do you mind? I just want, does he bring out the best in you? Like, do you feel like a better person when you're with him? I think so. (laughs) I think so, but. I might be biased, you know. It's well, I was going to gonna say, I feel like, you know, one of the things I've learned is like a really good relationship, all other things aside, is someone that literally brings out the best version of you and you bring out the best version of them. So if you're in a state mm-hmm. where you just like are a little bit lonely and you miss the void of someone, that's not the same as like, oh, I'm actually not the best version of myself without this person. So I, I would say that's the question you really need to ask yourself. Do, do they add mm-hmm. value in a way that like no one else has or can? Lily, I know that you are really wise in this shit. <laughs> and I think you're right. It's just that I, I think that, um, that, I suspect that Lindsay's boyfriend mm-hmm. was not being like a, a a good best friend. And so then Lindsay felt like, well, if you don't appreciate me, I'm breaking up with you. And then when he's like, yeah, that's probably for the best. It's confusing. Part of living life is experience 
like heartbreak, heartbreak and the things that, and you, you'll miss that person forever. You're, you'll miss that side of yourself mm-hmm. forever because you experience love in different ways throughout like your, your life. And sometimes it's like giddy and headish, but no, I, I know it sounds so corny, but back in the day when I first started the podcast, we used to always talk about like protecting your heart and I really want you to do that right now because, um, because the more you reach out, I suspect the less he will give and then the more you will be hurt. And I don't, I don't want you to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think that's good advice that I don't want to give myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I just want, I, I want, I want you to, I don't know. I want you to be happy and, and we go through heartbreak. And also not that I want you to like hang your hat. I don't know if that's an expression on this idea, but the less in contact you are with him, the more he will value you. I I think that you have to um, reconcile yourself that you won't have an equal friendship or an equal relationship until you kind of uh, get a little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. You'll probably g- gain some clarity on how you feel as well by giving yourself some space. That's yeah. my contribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Psychology degree. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I've been trying to, you know, look at people like online dating and stuff. And that, like, I just, like, don't really, like, feel anything. Like, if that makes sense. Like, oh, completely. Kind of like, okay, oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Online dating is the... I don't know. I haven't done it. So... Well, everyone on that thing has a puppy filter on their profile picture. That's the first problem. Yeah. Well, and also, it's a, it's like the easy rejection on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's like without... It's like, oh, I like hiking. I like... It's like, what? Also, it's solely based on what someone looks like. Also, yeah. like, that's the fundamental problem. Uh, yeah. And, Lindsay, we, yeah. We, we've talked to a bunch of people on the podcast who talk about how... Um, how like the girls like like it takes like three weeks before they'll actually ask a girl out on a date Mm -hmm. even if they've liked them and have been texting with them and so it's like so what the fuck is this this is like a video game you play late at night yeah like yeah Yeah, and like i don't like to go out ever (laughs) (laughs) might be hard to date but 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 i I mean like go like go out to like when did bars and all that kind of when did you break up with your boyfriend uh, six months like ago february okay do uh, you feel like you want like because part of me is also like there's a lot of value to also and and forgive me because this might be an unpopular opinion but maybe there's also like value to you just being like yo i'm gonna do me for a hot second here i'm just saying maybe you're yeah. not feeling anything because yeah. you're like i don't feel the need yeah to get into a relationship and right also now. like you're you're missing the idea of security of like like where because you guys have been together for so long so you're you're missing yeah. like the i the security of future you know practical advice here's what i would do okay i would binge watch um maybe not hands me uh, that's not the right show to be watching it was just the first thing we came and then cry some more <laughs> because the world is a horrible horrible place <laughs> okay uh wait what should Lindsay binge watch not euphoria no 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 bad suggestions all around i know <laughs> I, I, really this is why you're here okay binge, binge watch, watch mom, mom. 
or friends. Yeah. No. Well, listen, you don't have to binge watch. I just knowing that you are just not alone. Anybody who's human, who's properly human has been through heartbreak and we tend to be like, oh, wait, why don't they like me? Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. oh God. And it's also it's just like, like thus far in life, Lindsay, you have a 100% perfect success rate of getting through things. So you're doing fine. <laughs> thus far in life, nothing has, nothing has trumped you. And this will not, this will also be something you just overcome. Oh, this is part of life. Wait, Lindsay, I have a, I have a radical idea. Would you think about writing in a diary about your journey of heartbreak and then we can talk about it on the podcast. Like you could send me little letters like, hey, Anna, it's, you know, one thirty two a.m. And I really want to call him. What do I do? You have to like resist sometimes that impulse mm-hmm. of the of the person mm-hmm. that broke your heart that that like so you can like get time to to adjust mm-hmm. or in sort of regroup. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. I think anything that evokes an impulsive reaction is something we need to learn how to kind of tame because I feel like I'm a pretty level-headed person, but there's certain people that push my buttons where I get very impulsive and I've always, no, you're great. I love you. I massage your feet, but there, I think there's certain people that can evoke that impulsive reaction out of us. And that for me is always something to work on because impulsive reactions are never good. That's right. That's right. So I I just don't want you calling him Mm -hmm. and like needing his approval, you know, I don't know. Every every time I have the impulse, I'll yes. just um, write a letter. Because everyone in everyone like everyone goes through this, where it's like I'm rejected, mm-hmm. but I want them back, and mm-hmm. I thought that this was going to be our future. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. so part I don't of, know. Part please. of life. Yes. Thank you so much for being Thank honest so and much. trusting us with Can this. Can we please be in touch? <laughs> and I love you. Okay. I'll write some diary entries. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. All right. I love you so much. Bye. Bye. Lily. Anna. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for being here. Um, In your own room. Will you you just like move in? (laughs) Yeah. I'm down. Hello. Hi, this is Anna Ferris. We've got Lily Singh here. Hi. Hi, ladies. How are you? Jackie, thank you so much for submitting a question. Mm-hmm. I am so excited because you are two powerful ladies, oh. and I am so pumped to hear what you have to say. And about now, this. together, we are three powerful ladies. Oh, Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Jackie, where are you right now? Um, so I am in the northwest suburbs of Illinois, about 20 miles south of the Wisconsin border. So, oh my God, I love like how technical I you know. are because that means that you are a flight attendant. <laughs> you know this shit. Okay, so um, so are you uh, are you flying out tomorrow? What's happening? I'm actually on call right now. Oh. So I'm crossing my fingers because thunderstorms are just hitting Chicago right now. And I'm like, you know, I really don't want to go anywhere tonight. I kind of want to just like veg out and stay home. So fingers crossed. And just call us. And I love you for that. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. Okay. So wait, Jackie, tell us what's going on. Mm -hmm. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, so it's it's very complicated and there's a lot of levels to it. So I'll try to keep it as simple as possible and I'll let you go wherever you want with We're that. ready. So I have been single a year. I'm 32, never been married. Um, and also within the last year, I became a licensed foster parent. That's amazing. So it, it sounds really complicated. And most people are like, how do you make that work with your job? But the reality is I do what they call respite care, which is basically emergency care. So I have kids come in last minute and stay with me for a night, a couple nights, a week, two weeks, whatever I can commit to before they go on to either their next placement or treatment or whatever. So I primarily take in teenagers, which it sounds really intimidating. And it wasn't my intention when I signed up. It just kind of happened. So I have this situation now where I haven't dated since I became licensed. I can say no to any time they call me. Um, I don't have kids or teenagers in my house consistently. Um, but when it comes to dating, that's kind of a thing where I'm, I'm not sure if I mention it, if I don't mention it, to what extent, because I've already experienced the whole flight attendant thing. The second you say, oh, what do you do for a living? And I say, I'm a flight attendant. It's the, you know, 7,000 questions game. Well, okay. So I've already experienced that. So I don't know how to do this. Jackie, Jackie, I can't believe how generous you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is. You sound awesome. Yeah. Uh, can we? Oh, thanks. Like, hey, I want to be your friend. <laughs> so, also, I think it, I just think it's so commendable that you are are helping kids out. But what made you want to do that? Um, it's kind of a long story, but I was in a really, really bad, bad, bad relationship a couple of years ago. Um, that kind of put me through some dark times when it comes to you know an abuse situation. And I ended up kind of making my way out of it on my own and saying, I don't really need a guy and I know what's toxic and what's good for me and what's not. And I dated someone else who was fabulous, but it didn't work out. And in that relationship, it somehow came up like adopting and fostering and all of that. And I kind of looked into it. And when him and I didn't work out, I said, you know what? I own a house. I have my shit together. Like, if I want to love on some kiddos in the meantime, since I don't have a man in my life, why would I not go for it? And since I have been through stuff, like, I know how to love those kids from hard places. I love that. I can't believe how strong you are. Not only to, like, deal with, like, 
assholes on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, word. Like every yeah. day. Wow. <laughs> True. Every fucking day. But then to also deal with kids that are like confused and, mm-hmm. and looking for a home and. And way to birth something positive out of a, a scenario that, you know, wasn't, I guess you said it ended and that I encourage you to do this. That's really cool to turn something on its head like that. That's amazing. But it's it's hard because like, you know, if if the right person came along eventually and, you know, they weren't into it or whatever, like, I feel like this is a right now it's the right decision thing. I don't know if I'll do it forever, you know, whatever. So it's hard to portray that when you want to date to say like, this is my for now, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's a tricky thing to follow your heart and also be open and all of that. Okay. So you're giving back so much with taking care of these foster kids. And do you ever have like this feeling of, and and I want to get back to relationships, Mm -hmm. but do you ever have this feeling of like, I like enjoy this kid like how how do you do it? Um, I think I don't know. It was like a lot of internal work to begin with, and you know, for a regular foster parent, it's loving hard and letting go. But with my situation, I keep in touch with all my kiddos once they're gone. So it's kind of like you keep this like mentor auntie role, and I don't have any um, nieces or nephews. I have a brother who's married, and they don't have kids. So, and I've, I worked as a nanny. I have like a background in nursing. So I've always been that caretaker person. And that's kind of one of the things that makes me feel fulfilled in life. Um, But there's also like a sense of self-care that is missing. You know, like if I'm putting all Of of my time and energy into these kids and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not dating and I'm not taking care of myself or I'm giving all day, every day, like when I don't have the kiddos, I'm at work and dealing with passengers that are upset or, you know, whatever. It's like constantly taking care of other people. And I acknowledge that. And I know I need more self-care. And that's why I've been like, you know what? Like I can date. That's okay. (laughs) You know, like I don't have these kids full time and I'm doing what I can with the time that I have, but I also need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So previously when you said that you were in a relationship, you got out of it and then you're like, I have all this love to give. So I'd love to give to to these kids in need. I think that's so commendable because like I said, you turned something on its head. But the next question I was going to ask was, do you think you love yourself? Because also all of that love could be directed inwards to yourself. I think often when we think of love, we think it has to be given to someone else, whether it's in a relationship or to kids or whatnot, but it is so important to direct that love to yourself. And so I was going to ask you, do you think you love yourself? I do. I think, I think I'm very in my head about certain things. Like, and I think that's another reason why dating is difficult because Mm -hmm. I overthink things. I anticipate things that may not be there, or I may look for red flags when they don't exist. Mm -hmm. So it could be like a little bit of Mm -hmm, mm self-sabotage. Like I love to run. So I go running and I have a dog that I love that I go hiking and camping with. So like I do And being a flight attendant, I have to be okay with being by myself. So it's kind of like this like sticky situation where sometimes I'm so used to being by myself that I kind of put myself in that situation. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I don't love myself, but I'm also like, come on, put a little effort into like being social. You know, you know, when you were describing what you do, 
I feel like you prefaced a lot of it with like, and I know that seems intimidating or, and I know that sounds crazy. And I honestly feel like you should not have that narrative because I actually think it's really cool and commendable. And I think when you are talking about it and when you're meeting new people and you're dating, don't set it up to be something that's like, you have to deal with it or it's like this baggage or this I think it's something to be celebrated and you should be with someone that feels that exact same way like hey I do this really super cool thing and you should be with someone that's like that is so cool and I would love to be around someone that does that so I think it's something to be but celebrated at what point do I what point do I even bring that up like I don't I when you know like say I do online dating because I live in the suburbs and mm-hmm. it's hard to date to begin with and like I don't click have kids because I don't have kids. Correct. But I don't want to not mention it, but I don't want to mention it. I don't think there's any golden rule. I think when it feels right, if you're vibing out with someone and you want to tell them a story about like, hey, I had this really cool experience with one kid, then tell them. Like, don't make any rigid rules for yourself because the right person won't hold that against you. You know, I think the right person will be like, that's "That's epic. Tell me more. Like if I was on a date with someone and they were telling me about like Foster, I'd be like, that's so dope. Tell me more about that. Like, so you want someone like that. I don't think you have to like tiptoe around that. I think that's something cool to be celebrated. That's my opinion. I appreciate that. It's just, you know, the, the older you get, the harder it is. And with the combination of my job not being traditional with mm-hmm. hours, it's already hard enough to mm-hmm. date. So I feel like I don't know, the more I think about all of the things that could prevent someone from wanting to date me, the more I sabotage myself instead of like going with the flow and like having fun. And I think that goes back to the self-love because like, yeah, don't don't have those rules for yourself and don't how you define those things is very important. Go out there being super proud of who you are and what you do and be excited about it and be thrilled about it. And that's how you have to create the framework around you in your eyes first before you do it in anyone else's eyes. And Jackie, you entered this profession wanting to be a traveler true i never saw myself doing this career in a million years it like fell into my lap and i went with it and i love it and there's been a lot of craziness that has come along with it with you know building your seniority up and all of that but i'm at a point where i'm like you know what i have so much flexibility in my life to do things that i love that it's great and i don't want to go anywhere so i just need to find that balance of how to have it all well here's the thing i do think that um you should remember that that thing that made you want to travel that made you want to be like sort of an explorer but just try to like hang on to that just for a minute you know like you don't know exactly where your home base is because you you are all over the place right gosh all right jackie we gave we didn't even give you any advice but we love you i love you Thank you. You're incredible. I appreciate it. Thanks for the support, ladies. Oh, Blessings and, up, my and friend. Thank you for what you're doing. That's amazing. I appreciate it. I love you, Jackie. Thank Bye. you. Lily? Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been Did I so pass? Incredible. Was this a pass? Fuck yeah. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. It felt like you were dominating. Do you think I was dominating? A little bit. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I think like you're, you're the, clearly really... the dominant one. No. Yeah. No. It's like your show. This is I don't know. I'll tell you what, when you come on my show, you can totally lead the interview. <laughs>